Good morning, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome back to another SLG Meetup. Now, it's been already a few days in this 2023 and so many exciting projects. We've been talking to incredible individuals that are doing all kinds of exciting things for this year. And one of them is our guest, Niall Landgren. He is an international real estate broker at Serhand. He's currently based in New York. He's a Bravo TV personality, adjunct professor, producer, and even co-host of his own podcast on iTunes. What? There he is. The man, the myth, the legend. What's happening? Ah, get out of here. Get out of here. You're the man, the yes. myth, the legend. No, no, no. I'm super excited to have you here today with us because all the Thank things you. that you've been doing and what a great way to start 2023 than to have you here with us to tell us about your story, about the projects, the exciting things that are happening this year and to really bring the fire to this channel. So Absolutely. Absolutely. You know, look, it's easy to bring fire to the channel when I got you on the other end. So um, your, your, your energy is contagious. So I appreciate that. I love that. Well, thank you. And definitely, as I said to you before, once it starts getting a bit too cold in New York, you know, you have your second home here in Miami, which uh, you are very familiar with because you've been doing nothing but big successes here. Absolutely. Absolutely. I, uh, I do business in New York and also um, in South Florida. So, um, you know, recently, I mean, about a year ago, I sold a really big property down on Sunset Island 4 um, for $34 million. Um, was a huge, yeah, thank you. Thank you. It was a big, big success for me. And uh, the great thing about it was I sold it about <clears throat> 14 months earlier. So I sold it twice. So I sold it first for 18 and then I sold it for, for $34 million. Um, I think I made my client like 14 million bucks in 14 months, which was a uh, pretty, wow. big, pretty big victory. Pretty big. It's great to have something like that on your resume because, you know, when people ask you questions about, you know, you know, what do you know about real estate? It's like, well, you know, I've done a couple of things. Here's one of them. Yeah. You know? what? Yeah, no, exactly. <laughs> what? Yeah. Okay. I want the same. I want the same deal. Yeah. Oh exactly. my God. That's amazing. No, but listen, I, I'm super thrilled because as you said, you know, what you've done throughout all these years is what has led you to where you are today. And your career, your, your, your projects, everything that you've done is so interesting because you didn't start as a TV star and as an international real estate broker closing this type of deal. You had a really unique story. So I wanted to back it up because as I mentioned, you are currently at Serhan, which is one of my favorite brands brokerages out there you guys have a very dynamic way of doing things Absolutely. you push a lot when it comes to content the lifestyle media and and we'll talk more about that but tell us a little bit about yourself and how, how you got to where you are here now great great question and thank you thank you so much for having me on by the way really really appreciate you and everything that you you're doing on the uh, on the internet too you crush it um you know my story is you know i've been in new york for about 15 years uh, moved here at the end of 2007 and uh, didn't really have a plan, but I knew I was going to figure out a way to get on TV. I always said, I'm going to go to New York and I'll figure out a way to get on TV. So um, I, I was uh, living with a friend in, in Bed-Stuy, Brooklyn, um, was not the most popular area back in 2007, 2008. It was kind of rough, rough area. I was living in a basement in, on an air mattress and my buddy bought this house and the house that he bought he bought it from a real estate um, investor. And the guy, when he met me, he was like, what do you do? And I'm like, I don't know, I'm playing video games. <laughs> he's like, 
you should just get into real estate. And I said, all right, let's figure that out. You know, so um, I started working with him the next morning at 8 a.m. So I, I literally got into real estate by chance in 2008, um, right when the economy was collapsing. I was going to say, what a timing. <laughs> I couldn't believe it, you know, I, and to be honest, I didn't really know that much. I would, I would say like part of it was that I was just young and like, you know, the media was How saying, were you? well, I was, I was uh, 22, 23 years old. Yeah, I was, I was pretty young. I'm, I'm a little bit older than that now, but, uh, <laughs> but I, um, you know, I, I stuck with it and made some sales early on. And then, you know, one thing led to another. I got, you know, I got a job in Manhattan then I started selling commercial real estate. I then started my own brokerage when I was 28 years old. Um, so all those things kind of like allowed me and had multiple stepping stones. I'd say one of the most important things that I did was um, in college, uh, I played college football. So I'm an athlete and every, uh, when YouTube just came out every week, I would make a video of myself and my teammates about the preparation for uh, the game we would have on Saturdays because we played football on Saturdays. And every week I would make a vlog episode and put it on Facebook and YouTube. And then you would, I, and this is in 2007. Yeah. So we're talking about 15. Yeah, a long time ago, yeah. And, this. And, and I would be putting it on the internet and I would, Facebook had the poke thing. You could poke people. So Facebook would poke. So I would get, get the video and then I would put the video on and then I would poke the other team I was playing, like their quarterback or running back. <laughs> and the video with them. So it was like, Kind of intimidation a little bit, a little bit of a mind game. <laughs> Tell me how to like, how to edit quickly on the fly, right? And do those kinds of things that, you know, were important from the editing standpoint. And I've always had a passion for, for content and, and media creation. And, you know, I was like the guy in college when I was in college walking around with a camera that was like this big, like taking stuff and videos of what was happening. And people are like, what are you doing with that thing? And that's not, <laughs> but I'll tell you, I got, a lot of dirt and a lot of people. <laughs> oh, man. yeah, I, I, I'm sure. I'm sure, right? So, um, so yeah. I mean, from there, I, uh, you know, I, when I had my own company, I really leaned into, uh, you know, getting into content and, and, and driving content on on Instagram. So I started the company, you know, about 2013, 14, when Instagram came out, and that was my main platform to connect with a, with a lot of my friends and family and let them know what I was doing. So. You know, I've been doing that for, for quite some time. Um, and then what happened was I joined Compass, I think in like 2015, I was one of the first agents to join the firm. Um, and from there, they really had a big focus on the Instagram and like, you know, less, you know, less on like the formal side of wearing a tie. And I wear a tie now because I work with Ryan. Um, and that's what you need to do when you work with Ryan. I don't wear like a hoodie or anything anymore, but I did that for a while and it was great. And I, and I built my business as an agent. I had a team when I was at Compass and that was great. But, you know, after I sold that $18 million property down in Miami, you know, Ryan called me and was like, yeah, we should talk. I just started my own firm. And I was like, well, it sounds like it's a good time. You know, I, I've always had Ryan on my radar. I've done deals with Ryan before in the past and you know, for me, it was, um, it was just the right timing, you know, it was like, I was early at Compass, and I knew what the value was to be a, a, an early adopter. I also know that I'm really good at video and content. So with Ryan's platform that focuses on video and content with Sirhan Studios, which is like the media arm of Sirhan, you know, I thought it was a perfect opportunity to take everything I've learned, whether it was, you know, being an agent or being a commercial real estate broker or 
you know, being a, a an owner of a brokerage and I had 35 people that I managed underneath me. So I took all unique skill sets and the content and I kind of put them all together when I got to Sirhan. Um, and I knew it was going to happen. It was just, it was just, it was just a matter of timing. A matter of time. Yeah. As soon as it happened, and I just came over with one agent, Samir. I wrote all my goals down and I hit every single one of them because I'm very good at um, not only like the real estate side or like the content side, but I'm very organized and I have systems and processes for everything. And they were, you know, monotonous when it was like me and one other agent. But I would always say to that other agent, Samir is his name. I'd always say the reason why I'm doing this is because at some point we are going to scale very quickly and we need to have right. systems place to be able to, to deal with that and a lot of people would would be like that this is too much why do we have to have this system or process we could just end here why do we have to do this extra step um and i would be like no you know we have to do it this way and then what i started to see is as the business started to come in because my visibility went up because of the content um that i was producing through sirhan and on my own then all of a sudden i had the systems and then i just needed to hire the right people train them up oh, and a unique way of training people it's a little aggressive right it's the, I, I challenge people but at the end of the day they see results and people start to start are starting to make like real money and now they're like holy shit and i'm like i told you i know what to do now <laughs> let's let, let's yeah. this. so that's kind of where i'm at now and it's just like a you know it's been a long road but it's it's been a it's been a tremendous blessing and i've and i've learned a lot and so how do you prepare yourself when it comes to content you know i focus in the last couple of months only on the business. And I said, I'm just going to take a break from the social. I've done a lot. I've done really, really well. Let me just take a break from that. It's also cleared my headspace up, but it's also allowed me just to focus on closing a lot of the business that I had outstanding. So that was something I was really focused on. Now coming into this year, now I have to have a little bit of a different strategy, right? Because when it's, uh, are you doing your own editing by the way, or do you have do you outsource that? We have a team. We have systems in place. Ah, you know that. So, there, <laughs> so, so you know the deal. So yeah. So I was doing everything myself. And then, you know, when I went, I did a hundred million in sales last year. Okay. Coming into meeting Ryan Serhant, I did a hundred million dollars in 13 years. My entire career, I did this, this year, this last year. What was that breakthrough? What was that? Was there something specifically that you switched? It, it wasn't anything that I switched. I, I, I knew this was going to happen, right? I focus because there's, there's one thing that when agents that work with me, they might ask me a question. They might say like, well, how are you doing deals at the super high end? Well, I, I was very, very specific about how I went about getting clients. So I could have easily done, you know, let's just say in 2017 or 2018, I could have done... I could have taken on a lot of business. I could have taken on a $700,000 one bed or a million dollar, but I would, I would say, no, I'm going to not do these lower end deals and I'm going to suffer. I'm not going to make much money because I'm not taking business. But what I was doing was I was investing my time in the super high end of, of, of uh, the market. Do you, and how, what do you suggest others they can do to approach that, high-level, successful individual? The first thing I think what you said is, is the mindset, right? The first thing that you have to do is change the way you think. Early on, that I was destined to do that. 
And that's because I believed it. I also have faith. So in moments of uncertainty, where most people would give up, I would say, okay, this is uncertain. And I've been in uncertain situations before. That's okay. Let me just keep going and eventually it'll be okay. Do you have any routines that you do in the morning or something that keeps that zen? I have a hot tub in my apartment. Um, so I generally wake up and go to the hot tub and you know, spend, yeah, spend a couple of minutes uh, reviewing some emails, maybe having a call with someone on my team. Um, and then, you know, I take a shower, have a coffee, uh, and then usually don't stop working until super late at night. It just it literally just doesn't stop. What is really the true definition of luxury to you? The, the true definition of luxury is, is being able to do what you want with your time. The real value of luxury, in my opinion, is using tools or as a me mechanism to allow you to be uh, doing what you want with your time. And time is is, is the most valuable commodity that we all have and the more time that you have to do what you're actually passionate about whether it's travel or fly helicopters or you know do whatever you do um on on your social because it's lit as fuck <laughs> you know you, you have to have time for that and the biggest luxury in the world is 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 making money um in my opinion so that you can buy more time for yourself and for your friends and loved ones Amen. I mean, I just connect so much with what you just said. So thank you so much for sharing that and remind all of us about the importance of time. I just recently did on Sunday what is called the 12-hour walk challenge, which is that, 12, yeah. Hour, yeah, 12 hours with no distractions as you're walking. And one of the reflections and realizations that I got through the process is that time is a limited resource. So it doesn't matter how much money you make in this world. It's about how you invest your time. Right. And when you have that as a mindset, then of course you start looking at money differently. You start looking at money as how can I use money to live my best life and maximize my time. I love what you said, brother, and I really appreciate you. I'm sure we're gonna see each other very soon. We'll continue this conversation. Wishing you amazing and continued success for this 2023. You is too. there anything else that you would like to share before we wrap this up? No, I mean, look, I love, I love your accounts. I think you kill it. I really appreciate you for having me on. It means the world to me. And uh, hopefully this is the beginning of a, of a long relationship. So thank you. I love the Nile. Well, best of luck. And thanks again. We'll see each other soon. And thanks again for everybody tuning in today. We hope you enjoyed it. And remember, embrace each beautiful success in life. My name is Alvaro and I'll see you next time.